Hi, everyone. Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The San Diego Unified School District will soon have a new superintendent. Former Superintendent Cindy Martin was tapped by President Joe Biden's administration to become the Deputy Secretary of the U.S. Department of Education in 2021. Since then, Dr. Lamont Jackson of San Diego Unified has been filling in as interim. He and Dr. Susan Enfield of Highline Public Schools in Washington are finalists for the position. The school board is expected to choose one of them to lead California's second largest school district sometime by mid-March. Reporter Kristen Takeda has more. Well, Kristen, thank you for joining me. I was hoping we could begin just with a brief overview of the candidates. So could you tell me a little more about Susan Enfield and Lamont Jackson? Yeah, so Susan Enfield is currently the superintendent at a Seattle area school district in Washington called Highline Public Schools. Um, It's not as big as Cindy Unified, but it is um, pretty diverse. And she's been there for um, quite a while and um, as the as the leader and she's also she used to be a teacher in Northern California so um, she's not a stranger to California um, but yeah she's um, one of the uh, superintendent candidates and then the other candidate is Lamont Jackson he has been serving as the interim superintendent for the past several months since last year um, the spring of last year and he has a long uh, career in the district. He's pretty, um, he's been here for a few decades, and he's uh, started as a teach as a student, then a teacher, um, and now and he was also a principal, um, and then a human resources officer, and now an area superintendent, um, and then the board of appointed him in closed session last year as the interim superintendent um, after Sydney Martin left. So um, yeah, so those are the two people who are in the running for San Diego Unified's superintendent position uh, as of now. So on Saturday, this past Saturday, there was an event where people had the opportunity to meet the superintendent candidates, ask questions. How did that event go? Yeah, so the main part of it was, it was about a hour 45 minute um, little forum um, at 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 Wilson Middle School where the two candidates answered several questions that were that had been asked by community members and were um, basically curated or together by a moderator and so yeah they they took turns giving answers to a bunch of questions a lot of them were about a lot of them were really focusing on, you know, how do we, how will you, um, how will you serve students who need, um, who are in the greatest need, especially talking about um, students whose first language is not English, talking about students with disabilities, Black and Latino students, and I'd say those are especially the groups of, student groups of focus, but um, yeah, so the um, they both shared their thoughts on those topics, and a lot of their answers were really um, similar. They have, they seem to share the similar vision or similar priorities, definitely about um, prioritizing the students who are most in need and prioritizing equity. So, um, they, yeah, they did overlap a lot on um, what their priorities are and what they think is important. 
Um, and they had some slight differences in ways they would go about doing that and what kinds of programs they would uh, pursue. But overall, they were both, yeah, they did, they did have a lot of similarities. Well, what are some of the big issues they'll have to tackle? Yeah, so um, mainly it's, yeah, that issue of equity, of um, making sure that students who are um, disadvantaged have um, access to opportunities is what they talked about a lot, is closing that opportunity gap um, that leads to disparate outcomes among, among different student groups. And so um, making sure, for example, that all students have access to rigorous and advanced courses because um, it happens a lot where students from disadvantaged backgrounds and not don't end up taking AP courses or honors courses or IB courses because um, either they, like for a number of reasons, either they it wasn't offered at their school or they um, did not meet the prerequisites to get into that class and things like that. And so they, both candidates talked about um, bringing down barriers like that that are preventing students um, from getting into those kinds of opportunities, which lead to um, just, yeah, those disparate outcomes. So the district this time around has been pretty transparent in the hiring of a, a superintendent, the replacement for Cindy Martin, who's gone on to work for the Biden administration. Uh, it's, it kind of contrasts in the way that Cindy Martin was hired, which was kind of quickly out of the blue. People didn't really feel like they had a say. Are, are people feeling represented now and sort of what you know brought on this change in procedure? Um, I'm not entirely, I haven't heard or I haven't, um, I guess, sought out or heard all the feedback about how people feel about this process versus the last time. But yeah, it was. I think it was mainly because people had expressed concerns about um, the fact that uh, the previous superintendent, Cindy Martin, was chosen behind closed doors, and she was chosen pretty quickly. People had just learned that there was that they did need a new superintendent at all. So. Yeah, it happened really quickly and the reason it happened or the board said the, the reason they did that quick, quickly last time is because they knew who they wanted and they didn't want to basically, um, I guess, waste people's time or um, I guess drag it out. But um, yeah, so now this 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 time around, they've done this whole um, this process that's lasted um, pretty much a, uh, like a, I believe it's a year now um, or about a year now where they um, did a lot of community forums to get feedback on what kind of a superintendent they would like. Um, there are some things we don't know, like it's still unclear, for example, how many people actually applied for the superintendent position. The district hasn't said, hasn't given that information out and we don't know who else was in the running for the position besides these two candidates. So. It's not an entirely um, open, or we don't know everything about this process, but um, it is more open than, than last time. So I know that this decision will ultimately be made by the school board. Of course, there are these forums where people have gotten to weigh in, but is there any other way that you know parents or concerned citizens can voice their opinions and, and weigh in on who should get the job? Um, there is a 
email address that the district was advertising um, where people could um, submit feedback about the two candidates. Uh, I believe they had said that they were collecting feedback until today, March 1st. So um, I'm not sure if they will, I don't know if they're gonna exact, if they're definitely going to cut off feedback starting tomorrow or not, but um, there is a superintendent search website that they have where um, you can go and there is a feedback form on there um, on one of the pages. So um, yeah, that's that seems to be the main way they're saying people can give feedback about the two people. Okay, Kristen Takeda, thank you very much. If you'd like to learn more about either of the candidates, you can go to San Diego Union Tribune.com slash opinion. The Union Tribune's editorial board met with both candidates last week for about an hour. You can watch YouTube videos of those interviews or read transcripts. Thanks for listening to the News Fix.